To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. This is Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney, from the parks to movies, collectibles, and a whole lot more. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen. And I'm David. On today's show, we'll be talking about which animated movies we'd like to see reimagined as live action films and who we'd cast for the leading roles. We'll also be introducing a new segment, our own version of a mad tea party, but this time the T stands for trivia. I found some of the weirdest Disney facts the internet's had to offer, and we'll see if Zen and David can come up with the right answer. So, without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. UCI Main Street is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. As you've probably heard, Disney has a lot of live action movies in the works. Christopher Robin is currently in theaters, and in just a couple of months, Mary Poppins Returns will hit the big screen, followed by Tim Burton's Dumbo. So, we asked ourselves, if we were able to turn any Disney animated movie into a live-action film, which one would we choose, and who would we cast? So, who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll I'll go first. Uh, (laughs) I must say, though, this was a really difficult task, because there are are a lot of... (laughs) I'm going to sound like a massive nerd here, but there are a lot of schools of thought here. There mm-hmm. are a lot of Disney movies that I really, really like and that would be really awesome to be made into a, a, a feature-length live-action movie. And then there are ones, Disney movies, that I don't think got a fair shot when they were animated that I want to see them redone and done better than they were the first time. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever seen the movie, I think it came out in 2002, Treasure Planet? Yes. You know what? I actually haven't seen it, and everyone's been telling me, it's so amazing, you have to see it, and yeah, it's on I my list. I think that it's perhaps one of the most underrated Disney movies that has ever been animated, at least in my opinion. Um, I saw it once or twice when I was a kid. I think we owned it on DVD. It wasn't, it never made a huge impression on me, but just the the animation that was used was so breathtaking that I just want to see, especially with the kind of uh, computer generated technology that we have today, what kind of service we could do to this movie now. Um, Now for the leading role, uh, I like Chris Pine. Oh yes. As the wild eyed adventurer and the necessary Disney comic relief robot character, Ben, uh, Josh Gad. The Broadway Hollywood superstar. Mm -hmm. I like it. Although, to be fair, I like anything Chris Pine does. Like, I I saw him in The Princess Diaries 2, and I was just like, you are amazing. You're beautiful. You are hilarious. And then when he gained popularity, and, and now he's in Wonder Woman and other things like that, it's like, yep, I can see it. So beautiful, beautiful man. I particularly liked him in the Star Trek movies. Yes. Have you ever seen the movie Bottle Bottle Shock? 
I'm completely going sideways. <laughs> oh, we, I, th- I think I think either. we turned oh right on Disney when we started getting into Star Trek. But, okay, uh, yeah, still a great film. Well, Star right. Trek, Star Wars, all Disney. What? <laughs> no, no, no I haven't seen Bottle Shock. Okay. Um, do you want to go next, or who's next? Okay. Do you, did you have any other characters, or? No, but I had another movie. But we can do another round. Okay, we'll before. do another round because I, I think I kind of went overboard. Um, so I chose Tangled. It's one of my absolute favorite movies. I very much identify with Rapunzel, especially when she's kind of, you know, going back and forth between this is a great decision. This is the worst decision ever. So um, I chose Amanda Seyfried. I hope I'm saying that right. As um, Rapunzel, because she already looks like Rapunzel. She has really good energy and um, she can sing fairly well. She too. has a beautiful soprano. Yeah. So I can... Definitely see her in that role. And then for Flynn, Flynn was kind of hard. Like, gosh, I looked all over the place. And the best Flynn I could come up with is um, Derek Klenna, I think his name is. He plays Dimitri in Anastasia on Broadway. And he looks like Flynn. He sounds like Flynn. And he even has, like, the silliness of Flynn. So, I mean, and I've also seen people kind of clamoring for him to play Flynn if they ever do, like, a Broadway version. So, yeah. He would definitely be my choice for Flynn. Um, and then for other characters, I had Shara's mother, Gothel, because, I mean, she just kind of even looks like the character, especially if she had, like, her, like, big curly hair from the 80s, like, perfect. Um, Rapunzel's dad, Hugh Jackman, I think, would be a really good dad. His, for her mom, maybe, like, Elizabeth Hurley or Jennifer Connelly. I was trying to find someone who kind of had a similar face structure or like similar facial characteristics so you would believe like oh yeah that is the daughter um since Rapunzel and her mom look very similar in the actual movie and yeah that was kind of where I went with that I think Hugh Jackman is a national treasure just kind of shout out to Hugh Jackman there uh but he's I, not ours he's Australian I, he? <laughs> he's, okay so he's their national treasure but he's with us now we're stealing okay. him he, he came over he came over to the the light side yes. okay he he came over to the good side um I, I don't think I've heard of Dimitri what was his name Derek Klenna. Derek yeah Derek Klenna I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly yeah, but I mean, like, if you look up videos of him, he is so perfect. Like, his voice sounds a lot like him. And just, like, th- there's different videos of him being silly with his castmates. And, I mean, it's just perfect. I think that Robert Downey Jr. could make a good Flynn Rider. Yeah. What do you think? I think anyone who's kind of, like, a bit of an ass. Zen is looking very <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> with that. <laughs> oh, He's cleaned I don't know. up his act. Don't like Robert Downey Jr.? A little bit too cocky for that role, I All think. right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. All right. If you say so. So who, what Well, I'm thinking, pick? Um, wait, wait, what about <laughs> oh. um, for Flynn, um, well, he's too old now, but uh, John Cusack. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I could see it. A young John Cusack. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Yeah, he's kind of got that right amount of smoothness and cockiness at the same time. Yeah. So... Okay, my turn. Go for so, it. So, uh, you know, I helped cheat another one saying that a uh, young John Cusack, so I'm going to cheat as well on mine. I, I, I'm not as familiar with some of the younger actors, and unfortunately when you're looking at Disney films, so many of the characters 
Um, I think they designed it this way to be relatable to the audience. They tend to be younger yeah. kids and such. So what I chose was The Incredibles. Ooh, okay, I can and, see it. And the reason why I thought The Incredibles would be a really good translation is right now, obviously, what is super hot? Superhero movies. Superhero yeah. movies. Every <laughs> single movie. It yes. feels like 50% of all movies for the last 10 years are all superhero films. So what better film to have than The Incredibles, which is also superheroes. And, you know, hey, um, Marvel's superheroes, and this is um, that's, that's our tie-in. So for Mr. Incredible... Okay, close your eyes. No, we're going to have to make this guy blonde. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking Patrick Warburton. You guys are stealing all my ideas for my casting. I want to take all these Disney movies and recast them. I'm recasting them in my head. You guys are taking all my actors. (laughs) You can use that. But, like, I I just think of Patrick Warburton, you know, like, just a little bit younger than he is now. But, I mean, like, and and bringing it back to, um, what is it, flying over California or... Soaring over California. Soaring over California and then... But um, he would be so perfect, I think, as Mr. Incredible. Um, He's just kind of got a certain amount of bluster, but at the same time, I mean, I I think he would be a great Mr. Incredible. The man has such an iconic voice, too. Yeah, and and that's the thing is, like, what um, the guy who did Mr. Incredible, his name is Craig T. Nelson. Mm -hmm. And if you're a little bit older, do you remember Coach? Yeah, he was so good in Coach. He was so good. I loved that show. Yeah, he was, was... Okay, for younger viewers <laughs> like David, it was a comedy. Viewers, show. I'm a coaster. <laughs> um, it was it was probably the '80s. It was about a coach of a like college football team, yeah. and he just did a spectacular job. But he, he's a uh, he's got to be in his '70s now, I think. Yeah, apparently when they were doing Incredibles two, like it kind of took them a little bit longer to record the voices because they the, had to. Make their voices sound like they were younger. Oh, the quality of his voice had changed. That happens all the time. So, Um, The second one is Elastigirl. Now, Mm. I think the obvious cheater is, I mean, the voice is Holly Hunter. And Mm -hmm. I think she would do a spectacular role. I mean, because she's such a well-known actress. And I think she would do a good job as Elastigirl. But if I couldn't use her because that's a cheater, because she does the voice, I was thinking maybe Julia Roberts. I mean, she yeah. kind of has that kind of same kind of attitude. She has a little bit of the same kind of voice. And I think, oh, David's looking at me. <laughs> He's like, no, Julie. No, there's Roberts. a generational split here to the point where I don't know who these actors are. You don't know Julia Roberts <laughs> no. from Pretty Woman? No, I don't. Did, okay, did you ever see Hook? No. No? Oh, my God. Hook oh. is so good. Oh it's not goodness. Disney. It's not Disney. I, but... I don't think it is. But oh. it's really, really good. Um, um, Emma Roberts? Is I know who her, that is. Emma Roberts is her niece, I think. Oh. Because Eric I know. Roberts, I believe Eric Roberts is her brother. Mm-hmm. And I believe um, that's his daughter. I may be off, but um, someone's going to, like, putting in the notes of our podcast, like, that was absolutely I <laughs> But I believe that's that's true. Um, so uh, we got the sister, Violet. So I was trying to think of someone emo. And then, of course, this is going to be lost upon you, David, as well. But I was thinking maybe a young Winona Ryder. I can see that. Do you know who Winona Ryder is? Edward yes, Scissorhands. Yes, that I do know. She was in a Star Trek film as well as the mother of Spock. She's, she's in Stranger Things, She's yeah. she? Yes, okay, she is yeah. as well. I have not seen Stranger Things yet. It's on my list. So, like, if she, when she was young and, like, she was, like, 
first coming out, I think she would have made a she would make a great um, Violet. I can see it. So the last one, um, Dash. Hmm. So this is a tough one. Now, uh, hopefully, you recognize this name, but you know the like once again, I couldn't think of a younger actor right now. And the funny thing about young actors is they become old actors really quickly. So yeah. like you, you know, it's like you talk about the kid from Jerry Maguire. You know, like the head. A head weighs 10 pounds. You can't, you know, he's already older. So you kind of had, I was just going to pick an actor who would, when in in his youth, would have been a good actor for the role. So I am going to pick Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. (laughs) You would make a great That one I'm okay with. That one I'm okay with. (laughs) Could you imagine him as a dash? dash? Yeah. Well, if you've ever, see, there used to be a television show with him on it. It was called Dookie Hauser. Yeah. And he played like a like a twelve year old whiz kid yep. who was a doctor, and um, just that kind of strange attitude. And he kind of had some strange lisp when he, he was this essence when he was a young man. Um, but he, I think he would make a great dash. So do you you have another movie? You, you wait, David. Oh, David, I had one. Have a Before we get into that, though, um, funny you should mention Neil Patrick Harris because when you mentioned the casting for for uh, Violet, because. Yeah. I am a Gen Zer with the Pokemon Go's and the <laughs> yeah. stuff. So uh, immediately, what popped into my mind when I thought of that character archetype was: uh, Do you guys know who Melina Weissman is? Oh, her name sounds familiar. No. Have you seen yet the series of unfortunate events show yes. on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays Violet Baudelaire. Oh yeah, okay. And that just that her look. And I think very much her her acting style would be very... Oh, yeah. she would. It would be be perfect. I can see it. Yes, yes. She would be brilliant for the role. Now I know who you're talking Mm. about. Yeah. Cool. A vote of confidence from Zen. (laughs) One of the times during this podcast when Zen's mouth has opened and he hasn't just put me down. (laughs) That's not true. No, it's not true. We're just teasing here. You know, it's funny, though. When you were talking about kind of cheating by just having the voice actor, it's really hard because sometimes, especially with Disney movies, they look so much like their character. Well, yeah. You know, when you're talking about Flynn Rider, the thing I wanted to say was the guy who did the voices. He the looks guy, like him. Chuck. Um, I forget the name of the actor. He was Chuck, right? In the television series? I think so. Um, He's also been on Broadway, too. Eugene. Uh, oh, man. Now I'm blanking on his name. That's terrible. Um. Zachary Levi. That's it. Oh, uh, why am I thinking Eugene? Yeah, Zachary <laughs> Levi. Yeah. I just thought Zachary. I mean, because he's doing the voice, and yeah. it's just he's got the and attitude. He can it's sing, like, like, yeah, he is. He's yeah. fantastic. I would. So. I think he'd be great. Yeah, Chuck. He was definitely in Chuck. So, mm-hmm. as a main character. So. Yeah. Hmm. All right. <laughs> you had a second. Right. I did. I had one more. Had one more because, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, there's not there. Are competing schools of thought here and there are Disney movies that didn't get a good shot when they were first animated and then there are ones that I just really really liked and that one is The Emperor's New Groove yes oh I love that one too and so good. that would just be so much fun to to put into live action I think uh, and the you reason that the llama The reason that I complained when we were mentioning people like Hugh Jackman and Robert Downey Jr. and Patrick Warburton is because 
I cast a lot of these people in my <laughs> ideal version of Ember's new groove. So, hey, um, one actor can play multiple roles. That's I right. know, I'm okay with but it. if you're hiring them, then they're going to be off the market for a little while. Anyways, um, for the Emperor, I'm sorry. I just want Robert Downey Jr. in that role. Oh, that's gosh, that's all I want. He would th- he. He'd be perfect. Come on, he'd be really good. I could see. I'm it. nodding my head up and down. <laughs> I'm, I'm with it's you. It's a slow nod. But <laughs> yeah, it's I'm a, nod. Right it's a contemplative <laughs> nod. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll, okay. I'll buy that. Funny thing was when then I went on to cast Kronk. I thought Patrick Warburton would be perfect for the role without <laughs> realizing that he voiced the role. I was yeah. going to say, isn't he did? I he was did. Say he he did, did voice the role. Did, so yeah. who, who would you have to get to do? Well, I mean, you could. The Rock. <gasps> oh, Crunky yes. The Rock. Oh, he Dwayne so good. The Rock yes. Johnson. You know, I actually I had like him that. on mine too. I didn't mention it, but I could see him as Hookhand the Thug. You know, like the leader of all the the thugs that are in the the Snuggly Duckling. Like I could, I could see him as that. I mean, just big and like fun and happy, like the, the, any character that has that. Everything's better with The Rock, basically. <laughs> I have a friend who says like, you take any film. Well, no, it has to be a team movie, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like Fast and Furious, better with The Rock. Yeah, GI Joe, better with The Rock. Uh, Baywatch. Well, never mind. It's sometimes (laughs) 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 the rock. The rock can't make everything perfect. No, you cannot. That's true. (laughs) And then I had one more. Uh, Isma. Isma. Yes. The the uh, the gaunt villainous. Um, Here's a here's a callback to uh, to your eras, and I'm 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 reaching across (laughs) generations here. Uh, Faye Dunaway. Oh. Uh, yeah. I buy it. I know the name. I can't picture her for She was, okay, so now. she was, I don't actually know anything that she's been in recently, <laughs> but she was the one at the Oscars who mistakenly read that La La Land had won Best Picture when oh. actually Moonlight had won the accolade. Oh, that's right. Okay. Now I, that's her. Now I see her. I mean, she's such a famous, famous actress. Right. But mm-hmm. it's that, that's. I'm sorry, that's actually a, an era before me. But <laughs> I, I, there's a little bit of crossover. Close enough. Gosh. Yeah. Just I'm a child then. <laughs> <laughs> but no, an amazing actress. No, she would be absolutely. Great in the role. Yeah. Oh man, I want them to make these movies now. These are really good. There, there's a lot of movies on their list, though. I mean. Let's see here. We know um, Lion King's coming out. Aladdin. Aladdin's uh, coming out? I hadn't yeah. heard that one. <laughs> Aladdin's coming out. Aladdin had a little bit of controversy, I think, with the casting. Um, How do you actually, beat I Robin think Williams? Them, basically. I think, um, who is going to play Genie? I think Will Smith. Will Smith? Really? He's going to be the Genie, yeah. He would wow. Be good ge- he would be a good Genie. Yeah. I think he would be a good Genie. <sighs> Who's the... I'm not saying that Will Smith would be a bad genie, but the person that I would like to play genie is the man that currently plays the genie, or actually probably until recently played the genie on Broadway. I'm forgetting oh. his first name, so give me one second to look him up. Hmm. Yeah, so there's... You need, a, I mean, for genie, you need a fast talker, and yeah. Will Smith is definitely a fast talker. Yeah. And someone oh, iconic oh, too, like oh, that. He's a small guy, but um, uh, the if you saw, I mean, 
Chris Rock could He'd possibly, be fun. He'd be fun, but a little bit dirty mouthed. But who's the guy? <laughs> right. If you saw, um, oh, uh, the, uh, oh, I'm thinking of a movie. I, <laughs> you can picture it. <laughs> the Fifth Element. And wow. the guy who played Ruby Rod. And he's in the Jackie Chan films as well. Uh, hmm. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Oh. I, 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 someone, it's going to come to somebody. Chris Tucker. Oh, Chris yes. Chris Tucker could be a good oh, genie. Oh, he would be fun. Physically. Oh, but physically, he, he would have to do a few more sit-ups. Well, you know, <laughs> he had a padded suit and... You can add muscles, no problem. What Post other production. movies are coming out? I didn't know um, this. Gosh, I know like there's talk of A Little Mermaid somewhere coming out. Um, but, but before we get too far off the topic, yes, name yes, is, is James Monroe Iglehart. Yes, okay. absolutely fabulous performer. Anyways, yeah. continue. Um, I'm blanking on some of the other ones. I oh, know that's right. There was a lot of contro- I thought there was controversy. Mulan. Mulan. Yes, Mulan because coming out, Mulan, the controversy, I can't remember if there was other controversy besides this, but the controversy that I heard of was that Mulan was going to be remade without music. Yeah. And this is one of, we're talking about the, one of the most, if not the most iconic Disney soundtracks of all time. And you're going to take that away from us. Especially Be a Man. Like that song... Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. You know that song. You sing that song. If someone says, let's get down to business, what do you say? To defeat the Huns. Yep. Have, you, have you guys seen <laughs> um, Christopher Robin yet? No. Not yet. Not yet. I need to. Okay. So, um, surprisingly, doesn't have much music in it. I was a hmm. little surprised because I just think of all the different songs that they always sing. Yeah. But of course the Tigger song had to make it in there. Oh, that's So good. it's just like at least the Tigger song made it in. So Yeah, that's important. Yeah. You have to have, <laughs> Absolutely. See, the thing, like, you have, to have those iconic songs. Like, you know, if, if you made a Little Mermaid movie and didn't do part of your world, fail. Yeah. Instant fail. Yeah. So. Okay. Did you hear, b- before we move on. <laughs> oh. Off of that topic, um, I think it's interesting to talk about the the adaptation of of songs in in uh, Disney adaptations. Do you guys know anything about the Frozen adaptation that's on Broadway? I've no, but I've clips. seen it at uh, yeah. California Adventure. I just wanted to say that the Frozen adaptation on Broadway. I don't know how Robert Lopez, the man that wrote the the music for for Frozen the movie, okayed this decision, but somehow they redid some of the lyrics that were oh, in no. the most iconic songs. They made them worse. Oh no. <laughs> I don't I don't know what Wait. what goes through people's heads. Sometimes. You mean they made them worse? What they you... they made them worse. So like not like it's it's not the the bad. F- they it's, ruined it's the flow. It mm. <laughs> It, it, did you not like them? It's in the as first if place, a fifteen-year-old like wrote them. Oh, okay. Oh okay. no, I wasn't sure because like it, it went from like a, a third or fourth draft song to a first draft song. Oh no, it's not. It's not. Okay, it's not good. I, I, the, the reason why I was asking is I thought maybe you didn't like the fro- the music from Frozen. No, the music from Frozen is fine. Okay. It's just they ruined well, it when it went well, to Broadway. It's <laughs> fine if you're not a parent. 
So, like, yeah. because every grade school <laughs> child, teacher. boys and girls, were singing that for, like, two years. I remember one time at my daughter's elementary school, a parent pulled up and must have been bringing the neighbor's kids along with her. But she had, like, four kids in the car. And they're singing, um, I forget, uh, let, let It Go. Let It Go. <laughs> at the top of their lungs as she's parking and all the kids get out and i'm just like oh my god i I would have to kill myself just (laughs) there because it it was just like oh my god that poor 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 woman you know i think it was banned from school talent shows too or like really choose a different song because everybody always wanted to do that song so it's time to let let it go go yes (laughs) which is interesting okay once again strange random trivia um, Elsa, in the original, um, in the original story, yes, was an evil sister. She never; they didn't turn her around in the Hans Christian oh. Andersen in the Hans Christian yeah. Andersen story. And when they wrote that story, the Disney executives said, "This is not." They wrote that song for the bad sister, and they said, "No one who has that much depth to their soul can be truly bad." flip her around and and they made her and inter- flipped her and turned her into a good guy at the end nice so not true the original huh. story well neither like little mermaid none of them are yeah I mean, none like, of them little are. mermaid it's like doesn't she drown the boy or oh, something like little that little mermaid the yeah. real story is horrendous like i'm sorry little mermaid purists out there but basically she has a dagger and she's supposed to kill the prince on his wedding night and she can't or else like She's going to turn into foam. She can't do it, so she turns into foam at daybreak. And not only that, her sisters cut off all their hair and sell it to the the sea witch so that they can get this dagger. And so now the sisters have lost all their hair forever, and their sister has turned into foam. And some person that happened to be in the right place at the right time gets to live happily ever after with the prince. So it's some BS. It's a it's yeah. a true love story. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's the one instance where I definitely prefer the Disney version. Oh no, the Disney versions tend to be much better when they're all happy endings, right? Yeah. And everyone breaks out in song, yeah. even the bad guys. Yes. <laughs> it's how real life works, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, shameless plug time. UCI Main Street is sponsored by the University of California Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. And now it's time to exercise those powers of deductive reasoning as we present Really random Disney trivia that Jennifer looked up and will now try to stump Zen and David with. It's a working title. So, Zen and David, are you ready for your first question? Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, let's okay. hear the first question. <laughs> let's Much hear the like first the question. Points. Okay. So, this one, this is a fun one. Who are Emmett and Ned, and where can you find them at Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> hey, David, I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as soon as I stop laughing, I'll uh, I'll think about it. Um, Zen, to me, those sound like uh, names 
of people from the south. I would say, or, or <laughs> from or Critter Country. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. That's what I was thinking. So you're thinking it's from Critter Country. I, my intuition, which is often wrong, says that these are animals in Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to go with um, Emmett and Ned sound like cowboy names. Okay. Mm. Ooh. And so I'm going to go with whoever, um, I forget who used to perform in the Golden Horseshoe. Oh, yes. So I'm going to say it's whoever is currently performing in the Golden Horseshoe. Interesting. Well, David's actually pretty close. Ooh. You're close Ooh. on the critter country, and you're close on the animal. But okay. this is also going to probably throw you guys for a loop. You can't find them in just one location at Disneyland. In fact, you can even find them at California Adventure and sometimes around the hotels. Okay. But they are unofficial hmm. employees of the Disney parks. They're ducks. <laughs> They're ducks that fly in. and They're they, close. No. Okay. They, they do roam in, and they oh. have a very important function at Disneyland. Okay. Do they have four legs? Yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> They're very cute. You know where? Uh, okay, I, I think I know what the answer is. Okay, go for it. Their name of cats. Yes. Uh, they have you are seen the feral cats at Disneyland? Feral cats. There are two oh. of the feral cats, and they are responsible for eating the mice. And I've actually seen a couple of mice before in the bushes. At Disneyland. It's been a couple of years. Like, I was taxing yeah. my brain trying to figure <laughs> out what characters on the attractions could be named Emmett and Ned. Mm-hmm. I, the only thing that I could think... Did you guys know that the 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 um, the Yeti on the oh, Matterhorn yeah. ride has a name? No. What's the name? His name is Harold. Isn't it a good what? name? His name is Harold. It is an adorable name for so a truly awesome. terrifying creature. Yeah, the um the cats. If you eat in that little restaurant, that the, was the the hungry bear, the hungry, hungry bear. bear, yeah. And if you go down to the lower deck, um, there's a lot of beautiful, friendly. I mean, they're all feral cats, and but they're fed by and taken care of, and they understand neutered and but the, they're they're taken care of. Um, cats who live down in that area and yep. they take care of the rodent population. I and had no idea. They're super friendly. Names. They're super oh, they're cute. cute. And they have an Instagram. So if you go to Instagram <laughs> and search for Disneyland cats, all one word, they have different pictures that people have submitted. And But there's more than just those two cats. Oh, yeah, okay. definitely. But those are like two of the iconic okay. cats. Those are the ones that you can look at and go, oh, yeah, that one's Ned. Okay. So, yeah. Disney cats. Okay. Cats all of right. Disneyland. Question number two. How old is the oldest Disneyland attraction this year? Well, Disneyland opened in 1955. <laughs> Ooh, I was going to say 54. You, I'm it was fi- wrong. It 55. was 55. Okay. I'm not so that old. if any of the original attractions were open today, they would be 63? Wait. Math? Yeah. Wait. That's um, yes, yeah. Okay. Yes. You're going for 63? Well, if any of the... Now, that's assuming That's assuming that there are attractions... I was going to say they might have, like, borrowed a boat from another 
amusement park or something like that you're on and the right they, track oh <laughs> oh so because i you know it was quite common to borrow things when you're opening up anytime they take things from other amusement parks so i was going to go older so since okay. you went 54 i'm gonna you said 50 wait 60 63 years old is disneyland okay so all i need to win is i'm gonna say 62 because <laughs> anything oh no no 60 you said 60 this isn't the price is right i'm gonna go 64 <laughs> think maybe more like 30 years older oh there's an attraction really? there that is 96 years old oh if i can do math correctly and i'm an english major so it's 50, well i'm 50. asian but i still can't do math <laughs> <laughs> so what what attraction do you think is that old well, going off of Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, it's it, going off of that idea Train. Of, no. of bringing things in from other amusement parks, my first guess would be one of the riverboats. You know what? I didn't even think of the train. No, the trains were... <laughs> my answer might be wrong. No, I think the trains were actually purpose-made for, from what I recall, the current trains are purpose-made for Disneyland. They they weren't from anywhere else, as okay. I recall. So, so assuming that the trains don't factor in. What would it be? And um, it still exists. Still exists. Think of something that's more universal. Something that you wouldn't necessarily only find at Disneyland. Oh, uh, I have a guess. Yes? Is it the monorail? No. No, that was made for Disney too. That Yeah. But yeah, that's something that you can find somewhere else. And it is an attraction, quote People unquote? Yeah. Like um, old time, something like something like teacups or something like that, but that's not the original teacup ride. And and think of something. This was like a massive recycling project. I'm completely clueless. Okay, I think give up. Yes. Okay, it's the a drum. carousel. So the carousel, oh. the horses are from 1922. Oh, they finished them up. They restored them, and then. Plopped them in the middle of Fantasyland. Okay, now I want to know where they originally came from. I do too. I, I want to say. I also want to know why I didn't really? think of that. Because because we're both idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you, see it so you have you have kids, then, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't go on the carousel. I go on the carousel, but how did I know it was that? I don't know. Yeah, they did a good job. You like, just know these be- things. The other thing is they're beautifully pre-finished, yeah. so they look like it's brand new. So. Yeah. All right, next All right, question. Next. Question number three. How many bathrooms are at Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now are you talking about individual stalls? No, no, no. Let's go just like actual facilities. Okay, uh, let's put more qualifiers in here. It's like, is they are they open mm. to the public or is it staff in public? Just the ones or? open to the public because I got this number so, from the Disneyland website. <laughs> so ones that I could walk into right now if I went into Disneyland. Are you going to start yes. counting them for me? Okay, let's Let's go. Oh jeez. Um <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. Oh, okay. <laughs> um okay, so there's the one at the entrance to Adventureland. Mm-hmm. There's oh my God. <laughs> you are gonna do this. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. This is gonna take way too long. Split up. <laughs> I thought that you were serious. Alright, how many do you think there are per land? See that was uh, okay. How many lands are there? There's Frontierland. There's eight. Adventureland. I think there's eight. I'm going to count them. <laughs> okay. But you keep talking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, you go. How, how did you come up with eight? 
um, Wikipedia. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, the Disneyland website, because they count Main Street. Yeah, Main Street okay. has one. Like right of, next to the... Okay, here. Um, I, I didn't look up the answer for the toilets, by the way. But <laughs> the, the, the eight lands are considered... Oh, eight lands, okay. <laughs> Main Street, USA. Okay. Tomorrowland. Yep. Fantasyland. Mickey's Toontown. Frontierland. Critter Country. New Orleans Square. And Adventureland. I would never have guessed Main Street and New Orleans Square. I didn't think of those as lands. But mm-hmm. so there you go, eight. So so we're starting from eight. And okay. then we want to figure out how many restrooms are in each. I'm th- okay. So. But then we also have to consider if there are restrooms in restaurants that are That's inside. what I was going to say. How many restrooms? So, oh, that's a good point. They did not qualify on the on the website. Okay, so you're talking about ones that are not necessarily in the like pizza port. You know, I'm I'm guessing they did count those. Okay. Because this number seemed a little bit high, even to me. So. Really. Okay, I'm gonna go. (laughs) Six per land, six eight forty eight. Really? I think that's way too high. (laughs) I'm gonna guess. Like there's not. I'm gonna guess. Two per land. Well, the only reason, it, but well, I think that two. even that really some two of those. Bathrooms? Yes, some of those. Some of those lands really aren't that big. Mm-hmm. Critter Country is not that big. Right. Main Street USA, as far as I know, has one restroom. I think that I know of. Well, no, there's a kids bathroom. There is. That's true. There's a kids bathroom. I'm not sure if they can. That I do know because I have kids. They you have know, after this, 40, 48 <laughs> is way too high. I'm going to guess 18. Oh, you're close. Ooh. 23. Ooh. Oh, so wait. Okay, so now what, what's the score now? I got, well, <laughs> David definitely got this one. So that's one point. Okay. And then. I don't think either of you got the other two, really. I don't think we got the other. So. How about you get 500, you get 500. Okay. Even playing field. Even there playing we go. field. Okay. Even playing field with two <laughs> questions left. Yes. Next question. Okay. Okay, this one's, yeah, I don't I don't think either of you probably know <laughs> what this one is. Again, I tried to find just the weirdest, like, all right. All right, come on. Okay. And it, it gets weirder Wait, than what we've already seen. Oh, it gets oh, weirder yes. than how many bathrooms, though. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Which attraction has been the most difficult to demolish so far? So this is an attraction that is no longer here. I don't anticipate that any of us have probably set foot in this attraction. I'm too young for this question. (laughs) I think we all are. I'm just going to throw one out just because it's no longer here. Uh, Flying saucers. Just because. You're in the right land. Oh, well. So t- tomorrow, tomorrow land. Tomorrow land. Okay. The reason why I said flying saucers was because um, if you knew, actually, I wasn't on it, but flying saucers were hovercraft mm-hmm. and they had um, air pushed up from the bottom. And it's kind of like Luigi's tires when it was around. Mm-hmm. And so I imagine there was a lot of mechanisms underground. So that was my call. So I could see that. Good, oh. good thought process there. So that was my reasoning. Do you have one? No. Okay. No, I'm way too young to even know that <laughs> there have been say, Disney rides in the past that have been demolished. Actually, you know what? You could also say it was so difficult to demolish it. Okay, I'm going to go with my second backup and then we'll just go. But okay. um, the rocket ships, because it was, I'm going to guess it was so difficult to demolish it, that's why they left it up. You know, the one on top of the people mover thing in the oh. center. Oh. 
Obviously, that's not the right answer. (laughs) Interesting. No, this is Tomorrowland's House of the Future. And apparently this thing, it was like a a round kind of... The 360 circle vision? Kind of like... It kind of looked like that, but it's not. It's, um... You'd have to look up pictures to see this thing, but it almost looked like a, a thick cylinder thing that was covered in this nearly indestructible plastic. Oh. So that was the problem. They would try to get a wrecking ball on this thing, and it would bounce off. It was a little too futuristic. Yeah. So they had to take crowbars and then rip it apart over a couple of weeks. Interesting. So. You know that Disney is having their own demolition tro- problems right now Ooh. as we speak. Really? Do you guys? Well, they're building a fourth hotel. Have you guys heard about this? Oh, yes. <laughs> is this still going on? It's Well, here's the thing, uh-huh. is that in October of last year, 2017, so about 10 months ago at the time we're recording this, um, Disney announced plans for a fourth resort hotel, and the city of Anaheim said, we're going to give you $267 million in tax breaks to build this hotel. They just voted. Uh, they just took it back. They just took yeah, it back because right. Disney moved it from the space where it was, yeah. which was like in the middle of n- <laughs> in the middle of nowhere to having to demolish things like the Rainforest Cafe and ESPN Zone uh, right. to to build their new hotel, which, you know, for for very technical legal reasons was it was the city of Anaheim said that the current jobs report that they had filed was no longer valid because they took jobs away by closing those two restaurants. Ah. Very boring, long process, but uh, some legal drama to follow. <laughs> so they're going to demolish it? or Well, it's on hold for now. Oh, which okay. one are they? Which one again? I'm sorry. I heard the half the story. So they're going to keep what around? Well, the Rainforest Cafe and the ESPN Zone are being demolished along with the Earl of Sandwich. Right. Which was so good. I wish I they know. kept that. Okay. I mean, the rest of the rest of downtown Disney is fine. Okay. And they're now. rebuilding they're rebuilding the monorail station eventually as well. Oh, oh. that'd be good because yes. that was so nice to have it go out to downtown Disney and be able to go eat there, come back. Yeah, exactly. Yay. I think they should That's have good. had like a um like an opening in California Venture as well. Yeah, that would have been kind of neat to see. But then, how would you do like the park hopper versus non? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Wait. Yeah. Well, how do you do it when people get into Disneyland? That's a good Oh, it's at the Oh, cuz it's only one yeah, park. Yeah, it's only one stop for Okay, build a second monorail. There you go. <laughs> okay. Cuz that's not going to be expensive. Right. <laughs> like building a hotel is not expensive. Well, that's true. All right. Last question. If you wanted to buy a bra at Disneyland, which I'm sure both uh, of you would I actually just don't. love to do, um, which years would you have to oh, travel back in time? It's been so to? long since I've bought a bra for myself. <laughs> oh, I don't know what years I know where to buy it from. Yeah, I right. do I do actually think that I know the answer to this one. Okay. What year? Yes. All right. Go. I believe that... They sold bras at Disneyland at a, a a shop when they first opened for the first year that they were opened. So that would have been 1955 to 56, ding, I ding, think. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. Correct. It was called the Wizard of Intimate Bras. Apparel. Brasiers. The Wizard of Bras is called what it was Wizard called. Like, really? Who thought this was a good idea? Like, okay, I'm not I sure. know. Like, I know people used to dress up fancier back in the day as they came to Disneyland, but really, who's going to, like, 
beautiful Disneyland, so many things to see. Oh, I'm just going to pop in and go buy a bra. Here's the really? thing. Here's the thing, though. David, you now have a thousand points. What Woo! has our contestant won? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but our our happiness for you. Uh. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> no, I. Here's the thing. You can buy so many outlandish things at Disneyland today. I'm I, surprised that you can't buy a bra anymore. You know, I they, wonder. In New Orleans Square, they have a, a a place for perfume, for glassware. Yeah. Who's walking into? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Who's walking into Disneyland saying, "I I really like that new fragrance from Calvin Klein. I'm just going to pop into this <laughs> little shop mm-hmm. in Disneyland and pay way too much for it." Wow. And then have to carry it around, hope it doesn't break on a ride. Or else. Womp womp. <laughs> and yet we can't get we can't get a bra. Yeah. Terrible. Terribly sorry. <laughs> no bras for you guys. I've been longing for that extra support. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have for this edition of Main Street UCI. And once again we want to give a big thank you to our amazing sponsor, UC Irvine's Division of Continuing Education. We're thankful to be working with such a fun and diverse group of people who also provide a diverse and exciting group of courses. I mean, we have esports management. How amazing is that? Anyway, thank you for tuning in today, and we hope you'll come back and hear us again real soon. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>